Welcome to the Goal Line Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by Mike Yostrowski in association with Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, party people? Welcome back to another edition of the Goal Line Fantasy Football Podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia, brought to you by our friends at Trophy Smack. Yes, it's me, Kyle, doing the intro again because I talked to Mikey tonight. He just fell asleep, you know? Boy needs his sleep. He needs his rest. R.I.P. And, uh, you know, it was about like 1030 when we found out, but we, we called an audible and it worked. And it was like playing Madden on All Pro, because Alex, <laughs> OG, the prodigy, is back in Underground Studios to record Goal Line with us tonight. What's going on, brother? Hey, what it do? Happy to be here. Ready to talk some fantasy. Welcome back. What a week nine we had. Hell yeah. We're going to run down all the top performers, all the stinkers. We're going to pander to Christian McCaffrey for the pleasure of Mikey. Talk about the number one waiver wire pickup of the week, even though your waivers will have gone through by the time you hear this podcast. And then we'll go through the week 10 matchups to get you ready for week 10. We're in double digit weeks in the NFL in 2019 already. Yeah, who would have thought? Crazy. It goes by quick. It's absurd. So uh, to kick things off, the uh, the top five performers of the week, Alex, we had some you know familiar faces and then a couple surprises. To say the least, your number one performer of the week goes to Seattle Seahawks wide receiver, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Tyler Lockett, man. I mean, I don't know how you... It's not even that, like... The way that offense works, it's pretty much just Russ runs around until Tyler Lockett gets open, and he throws it to Tyler Lockett. And now it's getting even more dynamic because they have DK Metcalf (laughs) popping off. And before we continue, let's kick it around the league because uh, Josh Gordon... Now a member of those Seattle Seahawks, yeah, bummer for us Eagles fans. Yeah, super bummer. But uh, Josh Gordon, what are your what are your thoughts on him going to Seattle? Um, I think it's a great opportunity for him. You know, my biggest worry is I think this affects DK and this affects uh, Tyler Lockett a little bit, just in the same way that Antonio Brown heading to the Patriots was going to affect Josh Gordon before. Um, you know, I just think there's more of a target share now that's got to be spread around. So. Obviously, other people are gonna have better games because of it. So, hopefully, every you know, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you know, still produce the same way they've been producing. But it's just rough if they have a third option in the offense now. Some uh, other injury news: Deshaun Jackson placed on injured reserve. Finally, the uh, the saga has ended. Yeah, he's likely done for the season. Unless Got we surgery today, and uh, should have got it week three. Deshaun. But yeah, uh, I mean, things happen. Yeah, and uh, just hope for a speedy recovery. Other mm. injuries: Adam Thielen with his hamstring expected to we- miss week ten. Really? Expected to miss week ten. Uh, that's a huge loss yeah, for the Vikings as they get is. set to uh, travel to Dallas for Sunday Night Football. 
you're going to need all hands on deck for that game. Let's go, Dalvin. It's going to be a big Dalvin Cook, Stefan Diggs game probably. So uh, we'll dive into that a little bit later. But regarding that. uh, I don't need Kirk coupons. We need Kirk caviar. I need James T. Kirk, the captain. (laughs) Uh, Regarding that Deshaun Jackson injury, according to uh, Jimmy Kemsky, phillyvoice.com, Jordan Matthews might be getting a third stint in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean. Sign him up. Brought him in for a visit. Point. Brought him in for a workout and a physical. See what happens yeah. with Jordan Matthews. Not that I think he'd be fantasy relevant in shallow leagues, but you know those fourteen team leagues. If you're a Deshaun Jackson owner, yeah, might want to pick up Jordan Matthews. Uh, Nick Foles, he's back, back at it. The Jags have a bye this week. Minshew Mania has officially ended. But following the bye, Minshew Magic has run out. Yeah, and uh, Nick Foles is back as your starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Cam Newton placed on IR today. His season is over. So uh, it's going to be the Kyle Allen show in Carolina the rest of the way. And uh, Jacoby Brissett injured that knee on Sunday. Did not look good, but apparently it is feeling significantly better as of uh, two hours ago of us recording this podcast. All so right. uh, that's a big hope to see him back. Big upgrade there. But I think the Colts can afford to uh, sit Jacoby Brissett this week because they're playing the Miami Dolphins. And even the though Dolphins. the Dolphins are coming off their first win, I think they're kind of sniffing themselves a little bit. Yeah, it's time for Hoyer to destroy her, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> take charge. Uh, so let's get back into uh, the rest of these things. And obviously the, the big scare was Le'Veon Bell got an MRI on Monday, but he seems like he's going to be fine. Everybody was freaking out because they yeah, added – I was freaking out. Added Josh Adams to the active roster, but that move was to protect Josh Adams from being claimed off of the Jets practice squad. Don't worry, Le'Veon owners. Just keep him, keep an eye out, but – from all accounts, it looks like Le'Veon's going to be able to play. Back to the uh, the performers of the week. Tyler Lockett's quarterback, Russell Wilson, popped off once again. Christian McCaffrey did the damn thing against me. Yeah, I mean, it's what can you do when you're... I got smacked in the mouth by Christian McCaffrey this week, and I hate it. I hate that feeling. Mikey, water's wet. Last week. I'm assuming somebody's gotten smacked Every by Christian week. McCaffrey at some point. <laughs> water's wet. Grass is green. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey scores touchdowns, except for in week two against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> That's what he does. Who does have the number one rushing defense in the league? It's crazy. Sure. Or uh, it's up there, at least. Speaking of the Buccaneers, number four performer of the week. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Another dominant performance. God, I wish. 180 receiving yards on 12 catches. 16 what targets. To, what I wouldn't do to have him in the, in the green uniform. Oh, man. And then uh, number five, Jimmy G makes his debut in the top five. After a dominant Thursday night football performance the against handsome one is back. the uh, the Arizona Cardinals and then finishing just outside the top five, your top ten uh, rounded out. Lamar Jackson, fantastic performance against the New England Patriots. Yeah. Who we now know is, no matter the matchup, fire him up. <laughs> He's a stud. He is, he is this generation's Michael Vick. Yes, sir. Uh, I think no- he's a better runner, though, than Michael Hot Vick. Hot takes. Yeah, I don't think he's a better Alex thrower. bringing the takes. Uh... Number seven, recently traded, Kenyon Drake yep. goes off for his new team. Look very good. Did you start with Kenyon Drake? I wish I had Kenyon Drake. I had him. I didn't start him. That's a bummer. Yeah. Hey, you could be me, and you could have sat Tevin Coleman last week, and then this <laughs> week sat Melvin Gordon over Tevin Coleman. Uh, <laughs> it's a rough life out in these streets. It's hard out here. Uh, Matthew Stafford, your number eight player of the week, did a, a number – in a loss to uh, the Oakland Raiders. 
Yeah. DK Metcalf, the Seahawks offense, just all over the place in this overtime win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 27 points from DK Metcalf, his best fantasy performance of the season. Nine targets, six catches, 123 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion, and just for good measure, added in seven rushing yards. (laughs) DK Metcalf, I don't want to say I was right. I was right. The people that hated on DK Metcalf and said he was going to be a bust, I don't get it. It I was really hoping the Eagles would scoop him in in this year's draft, too. Yeah. Love DK Metcalf, though. And then number 10, he's back, man. Ever since this Lions team lost their running game, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones is balling. It's Marvin's room out here. Yeah, I mean, this was one of those weeks. Like, I just you had a feeling. Like, he, he had a couple like you know stinker weeks. Had the big game against Minnesota. Came back down to earth against the Giants, and then boom, boom, punches the Oakland Raiders in the mouth for 126 yards and yeah. a touchdown. The matchup just felt right, and somehow the Lions still lost that game. Yeah, but uh, overall. It was a, a fun week of football. You saw the, the Eagles rip off another uh, a victory. Yes, sir. Zach Ertz getting more involved is big for Zach Ertz owners. Because Absolutely. Zach Ertz has had a pedestrian fantasy season this Deshaun year. Deshaun Jackson owners are sad. Deshaun Jackson owners are sad. But Alshon owners, owners, like myself, are depressed. Yeah. I think he's just not healthy right now, honestly. I agree. I said that from the get-go. You can see it. Uh, but Zach Ertz owners... Are ecstatic are right now. pumped because this Eagles offense looks like it's going to be running through the tight ends and the running backs moving forward, and that's a good sign for Zach Ertz. That's a good sign for Dallas Goddard. That's a good sign for Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard owners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Chiefs pull off another win without Patrick Mahomes. Dude, Matt Moore, man. Matt Moore handing the ball off to Damian Williams, <laughs> and Tyreek Hill still catches up to him with a 20-yard yeah, you know, head start. That it's just crazy shows you how, how he, fast he is. He overthrew him, dude, and he still he he was it's like stupid. He was like overthrown. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> and just took. And off. then he hands the ball off to Damian Williams for like a ninety-yard touchdown yeah. run. And Tyree kills like, oh, I'm gonna block for you, buddy. I'm catching up. Don't worry, <laughs> it's just me. I'll put my arm on your back so you don't get tackled. I was like, this dude is way too fast. Yeah, no. I was tired watching him. Hey, bro, one pick away. It was ridiculous, but uh, Chiefs get a big win over the Vikings, and. Uh, you know, last night, Monday Night Football. I don't know what people expected. The Giants looked good in that first quarter. Yeah. Saquon, another Saquon-type game. That pick was crazy. Dallas, Ezekiel Elliott, another quiet, you know, mm-hmm. 140 yards. But yeah, the but star, like... The star of the game. The Cowboys were trying to, like, throw the ball to, like, Randall Cobb. It's terrible. I don't know what their game plan was. Two catches for Michael Gallup. Yeah. One of them was a crazy touchdown. Uh, but the star of the game... It's going to be your number one waiver wire pickup of the week, ladies and gentlemen. The cat. The cat. The black cat. <laughs> what a performance. Yep. Gets a nice little three-yard touchdown run. Play-by-play commentary from Kevin Harlan. Breaking tackles left and right. Running into the tunnel. Running into the stands, having fans run for their lives. Yeah. What a performance. It's like Christian McCaffrey Legendary. showed up and was like, nah, I'm the best running back in the league. <laughs> Cortland Sutton. I know you're a Cortland Sutton fan. I love Cortland Sutton. I'm a Cortland Sutton Hive member. What a touchdown catch he what had in that game. What a touchdown, dude. One-handed, came down with it. Like, that's like, that dude's going to be special one Brandon day. Brandon Allen. He just needs a good quarterback. Brandon Allen, balled out. Yeah. For the Denver Broncos in Joe Flacco's absence. He did. They're 1-0 in the post-Joe Flacco era. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming the Joe Flacco era is done. The Chargers. Chargers. 
came back to life and shut down Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, the Eagles were the only team to have beaten the Packers this season. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Like Melvin Gordon. Looked fantastic. Austin Eckler was involved. Mike Williams. Big catch and run in that game. Hunter Henry continues to dominate. And Chargers get a big win. Absolutely. How do you feel about Chargers fantasy-wise moving forward? I feel pretty good about all the P. I feel good about Keenan Allen still. Keenan Allen didn't have a crazy game. He's kind of been down. Nine points. He's kind of been down since that Miami game. Yeah, where he got shut down surprisingly. Yeah, and then it's kind of been slim pickings for Keenan Allen. I don't know if that's Philip Rivers' fault. I don't know if that was the offensive coordinator who has since been fired, Kevin Wisenhunt. He's getting he's getting the targets though, so like I can't complain. It's true. You know, he's still a main focal point of that offense. That's all I can ask for. Very true. Uh, Fringe fantasy owner player Preston Williams. Yeah, he was our almost. love goes out to you, Chief. R.I.P. Has a dominant game against the Jets in the Dolphins' first win. Seventy-two catches, two touchdowns on, uh, or seventy-two yards, I, was about I should to say. say. What? Five catches, 72. nine targets from uh, Fitzmagic. But he goes down. He's on IR. Yep. Tore his ACL. That's all she wrote. That's a bummer. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Manny what Minnesota? a pickup for the 49ers. dude. Dude just balls out. Like that's a he's just a talented wide receiver. It it doesn't matter who he's played for, whether it was for Ben Roethlisberger, Trevor Simeon, <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Simeon. He was Trevor Simeon. He was making Trevor Simeon look, look good, good at one point. So shout out to him. Made Brock Osweiler look good. Yeah. Some uh some fantastic rookie performances this weekend. Miles Sanders looked good. The Sandman. Josh Jacobs looked good. Him. Devin Singletary looked good. And David Montgomery looked good. The top running backs in this draft all came out and performed this weekend, which is yeah. a good sign for you dynasty owners, good sign for you keeper league owners, and just a good sign for anybody that owns these guys because I think the ceiling is going to keep going up and up the rest of the yeah, way. I agree. I just made a trade for David Montgomery this year in my uh, in my dynasty league, and I don't regret it one bit. He's a beast, man. Uh, no uh, James Conner this week, no problem. Jalen Samuels. Samuels. <laughs> Ten rushing yards. Terrible on the ground, but 13 targets from Mason Rudolph, 13 13 receptions for 73 yards. Yeah. What a dominant performance from Jalen Samuels through the air. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, Mason Rudolph, you know what Mason Rudolph is, very limited as a QB. And sure enough, when he couldn't find it downfield, he was like, oh, look, there's Jalen Samuels right there. Bop. Dime. (laughs) Speaking of rookies, too, Noah Font. Noah Font. Came onto the scene. Breakout game. 115 yards on three catches and a touchdown. Yeah. From Brandon Allen. I wouldn't say, like, I'm ecstatic for his future, like, fantasy-wise. But, you know, you never know. It could be a good uh, filler-in matchup, like, if you got bye weeks coming up. Daniel Jones, man. He could be so good. I don't Just even turns blame, the ball over. I don't even blame him. I blame the whole – like, that team's giving up. Like, nobody is really trying to. They were there. balling. Golden Tate made a hell of a catch yeah. for a touchdown. One hand, doing his best Odell impression, making people try to forget about Odell Beckham. But uh, overall, some very dominant fantasy performances this week. And that's what you want to see at this point in the season from your players because it's rough out here when your players don't show up. Yeah. You know, we're, we're heading into week 10. You want to see consistent performances from everybody <sighs> on your team. And, uh, you know, it's nice to have these kind of, you know, surprises, too. Like a Noah Font, if you had guys on a bye. Right. Having, you know, these rookie running backs 
all at one time, kind of uh, ball out and perform. And, uh, you know, having the, the typical performances too, or even beyond, like a Tyler Lockett putting up 40 fantasy points. Yeah. You want to see that because it gives you more faith in your in your overall roster as we head into everybody's typical trade deadline week this week too. This is where you're kind of figuring out if you're all right. in going for the playoffs or if it's kind of, you know, season's over for it's you. It's just, yeah, if you're not trying to finish last, which I, that's me in one league. <laughs> Let everybody know what happens if you finish last in your league. Uh, so if you finish last, so last year, I don't know if you guys remember. I'm pretty sure this has been mentioned on the podcast before, but we had a run, you had a run lemonade stand. I came in last, and now this year, wow, Alex's lemonade stand. Alex is not lemonade a sponsor. <laughs> and now this year, if you come in last, you got to wear a clown suit, and you got to have a meal at Applebee's with the rest <laughs> of the, you know, fantasy league. So that should be. Lovely, man. If you come in last two years in a row, I might not play in that league. You're a whole man. lemonade clown. Yeah, I'm a lemonade <laughs> Just clown. Just put a Think lemon on that. your nose. That's Horrible. wild. Uh, I'll be so sad. Overall, though, week nine, great games. We yeah. got that insane Ravens Patriots Sunday Night Football game. That yeah. was like the game of the week. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. He was dominant. He was throwing every single tight end on that roster. Yeah, Mark Andrews. Uh, you know Hayden Hayden Hurst, Nick Boyle, got Nick his Boyle, first the time. blocking tight end. Yeah, dude. Everybody was getting it. it. Hollywood Brown looked great. Lamar Jackson is just a treasure, man. Yeah, he's so good. He went so far, so late in that draft, and the, the Ravens like, should be thanking the Eagles for that one. Yeah, we gave them that pick <laughs> to get Lamar Jackson. Who was that for? To, that, that was for Timmy? us to move down to get Dallas Goddard. Oh, okay, All right. Yep. Mark Ingram even looked good. In that game against the Patriots, who, uh, you know, typically are able to stuff the run a little bit. Uh, Overall, that game was really, really good. Panthers come away with a big win against the Titans, 30-20. to Obviously, when you have Christian McCaffrey on your squad, you're going to do big things. But uh, another big win for the Panthers. And then uh, surprise kind of switch at this point in the season. Bruce Arians announcing that Ronald Jones... Your boy, your USC boy. USC, baby, fight on. Is going to be the starting running back moving forward. Yeah, it's about time, man. Like, Peyton Barber is cool and all, but you drafted this guy. (laughs) Peyton Barber's cool. Yeah. (laughs) You drafted him in the second round, and, you know, you needed to give him a a fair shot, and they're finally giving him that because he, you know, he looks like he's earned it. You know, he looks explosive. Um, You know, he's breaking tackles. So, you know. I don't know, man. I think it's a bright future for Ronald Jones. I agree. And, uh, you know, we saw some some other performances that were a little lackluster this week. But before we get to those lackluster performances, Alex, let's talk to the people real quick about our friends at TrophySmack.com. Trophy Smack is the place to go for all your fantasy championship needs. Guys, we are heading into week 10. It's time to start thinking about ordering these trophies. Or, you know, Trophy Smack also has championship rings. And, and, they've got championship belts. Championship belts. Championship belts. All their items come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee and are completely customizable. And they can be engraved however you need. Order today and you receive the first engraving for free as well as free shipping. 
I don't know about you guys. Free is for me. Hell yeah. I need a little bling on my ring. Free engraving, free shipping if you order it today. So don't settle for less when you can get the best at trophysmack.com and be sure to use the promo code GOALLINE. That's G-O-A-L-L-I-N-E at checkout. And you receive a free championship ring with the purchase of any trophy or belt. Yes, that is a free championship ring, a $59 value for free with your purchase of a trophy or belt. So use that promo code GOALLINE at checkout to get that free ring with your trophy or belt. That way, you can put the trophy and belt or belt on your mantle, and you can walk around the office. You can go on a trip. You can go wherever you want. That big old fat ring on your finger <laughs> that you got from our friends Flex on at trophysmack.com. That's trophysmack.com, promo code GOALLINE for all of your fantasy championship needs. Let's talk about these stinkers, though, Alex, because there's a lot of stinkers this week, too. <laughs> a lot of stinkers. We talked about Saquon and Zeke having, you know, good real-life games, quality games, but not the typical performances right. you want to see from them. What did you think about those two going head-to-head? Against, you know, Zeke going against the Giants' defense? I mean, I expected a lot more than what I got. You know what I'm saying? I think Zeke had, like, 13 fantasy points in my one league, and then I don't even know what Saquon had. Uh I just know he had that 165-yard. That was it. That was, that like was the it. extent of his night. Yeah. So, thank God he did that, or he probably would have given you like a five-point night. Yeah. <laughs> Expecting better days from both of them Absolutely. moving forward. You're talking about two of the top three running backs in yeah. this league. So, Another running back kind of had a, a, a bit of a down game. They were over in London. They typically win over there. But they got punched in the face by the Houston Texans. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars lost twenty six to three. Yeah. Gardner Minshew loses his starting job and Leonard Fournette only had twelve point two fantasy points in PPR leagues. Now with Nick Foles coming back, this offense, I don't know if it changes. What are your thoughts on that and your thoughts on Leonard Fournette with Nick Foles coming back? Um I don't know. I mean, I think Nick Foles is still a really good quarterback. So I mean I don't think the offense changes too much. I mean yeah. The play that he Nick Foles left on was like a forty yard dot to DJ Chark. So I don't think he takes a hit at all. Um, I actually like DD's value a little more than Nick Foles. Back. As long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Leonard Fournette, you know, I don't see any like I think Leonard Fournette's role is going to be safely secured as well. If anything, I think the offense has a shot to be better than what it was before. Um, if not, it'll probably just stay the same. But you know, I don't think any anybody loses value on this team at all. Bit of a stinker game like we talked about for those Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers only 12 points. God, Devontae Adams, first game back, only 11 points. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Like four points. Hardcore down game. It was rough. Packers moving forward. They didn't play against a great defense in the Chargers. Aaron Rodgers said they got a taste of humble pie. Right. I'm still expecting bright horizons for this Packers team Absolutely. moving forward. And I don't think the Chargers defense is as bad as people make it out to me. I mean, you got like a great pass rush. You got uh, you still got Casey Hayward, um, is Darwin James, you know, all of them on the roster. So, I mean, like this game was what it was. Obviously, you're disappointed if you're if you have Green Bay players on your fantasy team. But like I said, in the future, it's, you know, I expect a lot more from Smooth sailing. Yeah. Now, a guy that was a, a hot waiver commodity early in the season. He's been Derek Carr's favorite target. 
He secured the bag, and ever since, he's been mediocre. And that's Darren Waller. Back-to-back <laughs> weeks of single-digit points in PPR leagues for Darren Waller after a 31.6 fantasy point performance against the aforementioned Green Bay Packers. What are we thinking about Darren Waller? Because right now, I'm losing a little bit of faith in him. I'm not. I'm I'm fine with Darren Waller right now. I mean, tight ends are what they are. Like, we go through this every week. I mean, he's a starting tight end for a good offense. So, like, you're going to play him. You just, you know, you're just hoping that he gets, sees a little more love in the reception department. I do think the rise of Hunter Renfro has, like, hurt his fantasy value a little bit, but... Derek Carr loves slinging the ball on Hunter Renfro, man. <laughs> Hunter Renfro has yeah. been on a steady Absolutely. increase in target usage. That's you somebody, know, if they're on their waiver wire, big time. you got to go scoop him immediately. they got some good, juicy matchups coming up, too, after this week. You brought up Keenan Allen. Yeah. I am deathly scared of what's happened to Keenan Allen. Yeah, me too. Week three was his last big fantasy performance when he had that 43.6 dominant day against the Houston Texans. And ever since then, this has been Keenan Allen's fantasy stat point line in full point PPR leagues. 9.8 against the Miami Dolphins. 5.8 against the Denver Broncos. 5.3 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 10.10 against the Tennessee Titans. 12.3 against the Chicago Bears. And this past week, seven, seven points against the Packers. Yeah, I mean, four targets for Keenan Allen, three receptions, forty yards. I'm very nervous about Keenan Allen. Yeah, I mean, you hate you hate to see it, but like, I think his targets for the Green Bay game is just the fact that Green Bay's they were running the the Chargers were running the ball a lot in that game, and just because the Green Bay's got a bad rush defense, so I don't think the targets are anything to be, you know. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? It's like it's nothing to be scared about, but like they play Oakland this week, so you know you're talking about on Thursday night football. On Thursday night football, which you're worried about because usually, in Oakland, usually Thursday night football games are mediocre, but the Oakland secondary is not very good. So no, it's not. I would definitely expect a good game. Here's Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen's remaining schedule for the season. Like you said, at Oakland, then Monday night football, home against, against Kansas Chiefs. City. Then they, hit, shootout. then they hit the bye. Then they're at Denver in that altitude, at Jacksonville, home against the Vikings, and then if you get to your championship game, you have Keenan Allen against the Oakland, Oakland. Raiders. Yep. If you are, as we said before too, uh, trade deadline in most leagues is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. If you are looking to upgrade your wide receivers, are you trying to make... An overpay offer for Keenan Allen to bolster your roster. Um, knowing the overpay, like, knowing the know. track record he's had since week four, like we went down. You know what Keenan Allen is as a name, but from his performances, are you giving up? You know, a top three pick for Keenan Allen. No. So like I traded for Keenan Allen like two weeks ago. Okay. And I think I traded. The trade was Terry McLaurin. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Boyd, and a running back. I don't remember who the running back was for Keenan Allen. Um, the running back was of unimportance. I just threw him in there because mm-hmm. I had him. Um, so, you know, 
Keenan Allen's value was like pretty low at the time. I think he had two five-point games or something like that. So I took the opportunity to trade for him. It's been a little bit of a disappointment right now, but like a, I think this is a game where I really decide whether or not um, I'm on full tilt mode with Keenan Allen. Uh, like I said, because they are playing Oakland. I think this is an easy matchup. You know, Phillip Rivers should have no problem slinging the rock against this defense. Oakland has a good rushing defense, which is going to stunt, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon's value and Austin Eckler. Not, not as much Austin Eckler just because he still has work in the passing game. But I think this is going to be a good week for Keenan Allen. And I think people are going to feel a lot better about his matchups going forward. So if you can get him at a value, I would definitely go take a shot at Keenan Allen. Another trade deadline proposal. Let's kick it to the running back position. Jacoby Brissett goes down with an injury. Uh huh. Brian Hoyer comes in. Looks like Jacoby's going to be okay. But there's a guy that stands behind Jacoby every single play. His name's Marlon Mack. <laughs> yeah. Ironically enough, I have Marlon Mack on the same team I have Keaton Allen. Marlon Mack has been a teeter-totter this season. <laughs> good game, bad game, good game, bad game, good yeah. game, bad game. Good he game, bad game. Good. It's, like, it's for fantasy, too, because he looks good when he's on the field. Real life, he looks fantastic. He looks great. But fantasy, it's, just, it's hit or miss. Yeah. Now, Marlon Mack's remaining schedule. The Colts get the Miami Dolphins this week. Then they get the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then they're at Houston on Thursday night football. Home against the Titans. At that vaunted Tampa Bay Buccaneers rushing defense. Yeah. At New Orleans, another very good rushing defense. And then if you get to your championship game, you have Marlon Mack playing against the Carolina Panthers. Are you making a trade for Marlon Mack? Let's say giving up a player and a top four pick for Marlon Mack. Um, Based off of where people drafted Marlon Mack, his value is going to be higher than probably what you want. But are you trying to negotiate a trade for Marlon Mack at the trade deadline? No, I mean, I don't think... I feel like if you're trying to like make a run deep into the playoffs... I wouldn't if you're somebody like me that's just trying to like not come in last. I would because he has a couple good matchups coming up now, but because his so playoff matchups on. don't get there, there's two tough ones back to back with Tampa Bay, New right. Orleans, and then Carolina's the championship. So right, so it's it's tough not, matchups. Yeah, and Carolina like is a because they're not great against the run. So right, I mean that's probably the highlight of your and you don't want to make matchup. a trade. Based off of a championship game that is not a guarantee for you. Correct. Yeah, especially when the two games before that are against like a top five rushing defenses. In exactly. Um, I'm going to give you a couple more trade deadline acquisitions. As mostly everybody's trade deadline's coming up uh, either this week or next week. Let's, uh, let's kick it to a guy that has struggled this season. He's uh, a predominant figure in the NFL. Catches the balls. Whenever they're thrown to him, but when he's not catching them, it's a struggle for the Cleveland Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. This season has had one 20-point game. That was week two against the New York Jets, his return to MetLife. Since then, he's only had one really viable fantasy game, and that was a 16.1 performance against the Seattle Seahawks. This is Odell's remaining schedule for the season. They've got the Buffalo Bills this week. Mm-hmm. Then they get the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then the Miami Dolphins. Then they're at Pittsburgh. Home against Cincinnati. At Arizona. And then if you get to your championship game, Odell Beckham Jr. is going against the Baltimore Ravens. 
Yeah, I mean, I are would... you putting in a trade offer for Odell Beckham Jr. based off of what that Cleveland Browns team is right now? Based off of what Odell has done this year, I would put in a trade offer. I wouldn't put nothing crazy in as a trade offer. Like, you know, um, if you could get like if you could trade Terry McLaurin and who else? If you trade somebody like Terry McLaurin and like James White. For Odell Beckham Jr. If you could do something like that, then go ahead, shoot for the high Flip end. side, if you're an Odell owner, are you just trying to sell low and get any value, or are you still kind of holding out and trying to get some like decent value for him? Um, I think it depends on a few things: your roster makeup and your, you know, where you're at in your standings and your schedule. But I wouldn't trade him just because I think the matchups are good enough. I don't think, like I said, I, I'm on the side where I don't think Baker Mayfield is a bad quarterback. I think he's, you know, he is what he is. He's average, but um, the matchups are pretty juicy coming up. I mean, you get you play Arizona, Miami. Um, who else were they playing? I think they play, uh, did they play Carolina? No, they no, play Baltimore no, they play in the championship. Cincinnati. That's Cincinnati. Yeah, they play Cincinnati. So, I mean, Odo Beckham, it is what it is. You're definitely disappointed in the season, but I think, you know, his end of season stretch should be a good one so final two that i'll ask you about give me a yes or no for this one if he's still on a roster somebody has him and you want to make a move for him you trade for josh gordon for josh gordon um see a guy you want to put faith in to play for this seahawks team and play at a high level yeah i mean i that's a tough one because like russ russell wilson's a amazing quarterback josh gordon's not a bad wide receiver um i don't know i feel like i i would try and make an offer for josh gordon i'd, I'd be like i feel like i'm nervously optimistic for josh gordon yeah if i'm offense. trading for josh gordon i'm kind of offering like a low-end pick yeah and seeing if the the owner says yes mostly josh gordon's available on waivers so if he's available well, i mean i because a lot of people dropped him because they saw the ir tag right and they were like oh he's done it's over yeah if Josh Gordon's out there, I know you guys are listening to this after the waiver wire claims. Go get Josh Gordon. Yeah. He well, probably isn't, but, you know, if he is. Get him. Yeah. It's it's one of those, you know, if he's not good, you can drop, drop him. Drop him, yeah. You know, it's, there's no love lost if he doesn't work out. We talked about this guy a little bit earlier. Had his best performance of the season this past week. He's on a bye this week, so not playing. Kind of a perfect time. Zach Ertz. Zachary. Here's the Eagles' remaining schedule. After the bye against the New England Patriots and Seattle Seahawks, back-to-back at home. Then the Eagles head to Miami. Then they host the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. They're at Washington. And then if you get to your championship game, you've got Zach Ertz against the Dallas Cowboys in a revenge game from earlier this season. Yeah, it, I'm giving up a top three pick to go get Zach Ertz with this remaining schedule. If you can make a move for Zach Ertz, um, I would definitely go do it. The wide receiving really, core being what it is right now, like with all the injuries, Zach Ertz is going to eat. I'd arguably give up a second round pick for Zach Ertz. Yeah, in keeper leagues, in redraft so, league. I'm in like, a I'm in a redraft league, and. Um, I'm trading for Zach Ertz regardless. Yeah. I have Travis is... Kelsey and I have Tyreek Hill. 
And in my mind, I was wondering if I could like flip Travis Kelsey for Zach Ertz and somebody else. Um, I would try it. So I might try that, see how that goes. And Zach Ertz is, is way too side. valuable moving forward. We talked about that schedule. You know, we talked about Deshaun going out for the Eagles, Alshon not being great, the rest of the wide receivers not being great. Zach Ertz is going to eat in this second half of the season for the Eagles after the bye week. So go trade for Zach Ertz, whatever it takes, because he's going to be – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a hot take out there. He's going to be a top five fantasy performer for the rest of the season. Like at the tight end position? Overall. He's Overall? going to put up top five points – Rest is, he's going to be like 2018 Zach Ertz. I hope so. That's a tough. That's a tall task. Probably outside of that New England like outside game. Of like because you got to think like running backs like Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Outside of the New England game, Zach Ertz has potential to do it because of how soft that Eagles yeah. schedule is. Yeah, he could. You never know. Go get Zach Ertz. Multiple touchdown games might be in order. I think it's it's bound to happen. But Alex, we are in week ten, like we said. Oh, what? Wait, one more thing. Uh. If you don't have David Montgomery, scoop, uh, and like look at their roster, I would make an offer for David Montgomery. David Montgomery's yeah. schedule was so nice coming up, and these Mitchell two Trubisky weeks stinks. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, and so they, they they're got to hand the ball. The ball. They got to hand the ball. Dunk it, like, mm-hmm. and they're using him more in the passing game. Which yeah, I like so PPR leagues especially. David Montgomery, good call. Devin Singletary, another mm-hmm. guy. Scoop Absolutely. him up if he's available. Trade for him, whatever you got to do. He's too good. He's too valuable for that Buffalo team that's surprisingly 6-2. and two. Yep. It's week 10. The bye weeks consist of the Denver Broncos, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New England Patriots, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Washington Redskins. Welcome to the bye week from hell. Yeah. Too many teams on a bye. Yeah, I mean... Um... You know, it's the bipocalypse. You know, what can you do about that? It is absolutely ridiculous. But week 10 gets started on Thursday night football in the black hole at Oakland. The Chargers and the Raiders. Fingers crossed. Who are we playing in this game? I'm playing on the Chargers side. I'm playing Keaton Allen. I'm playing Mike Williams. Um, playing Melvin. I'm playing Austin Eckler, I think, and Hunter Henry. Yeah, you know, I think Hunter Henry eats in this game. I think he eats. I think as well. it's a big Hunter Henry game. I think this is a big Austin Eckler game. Uh, I unfortunately have to start Melvin Gordon in this game. Okay, because I don't know the status of James Conner moving forward. Right, and I don't trust Tevin Coleman against the Seahawks and having to wait till Monday night. Uh, so I'm starting Melvin Gordon in this game. I'm still scared about Keenan Allen. I see, dude. I feel. <sighs> It's, I, I I understand why people feel scared, but like I don't know why. I just I got a good feeling about Keenan Allen this week. It terrifies me. We'll but. see. We'll see. And next week we will see whether I was you know just Josh and everyone or not. So <laughs> speaking of Josh on the Raiders side, I'm starting Josh Jacobs in this game. <laughs> Amazing uh, segue. Darren Waller. I'm still nervous, but at this point he's probably your number one tight end on your roster, so you have to play him, mm-hmm. especially with all the bye weeks that are occurring, like with the Eagles. Like with, uh, you know, the the Broncos, Noah Font. That's a guy that a lot of people probably picked yeah. up last week, and now he's on a bye. So, a lot of lot of bye weeks where you're playing. You're playing Darren Waller as your number one tight end. I think Darren Waller is going to be fine too. Hunter Renfro in this game. Hunter Renfro. Um, I'm not. I don't like the matchup. That's why that's I'm not fair. starting him this week. But he has two 
amazing matchups after this week. So if he's, like I said, if he's on your waiver wire, go get him. Yeah. Uh, so that's Thursday night football. Moving forward to the Sunday slate, though. Sunday slate. Very tantalizing games. Very juicy. Kicks things off with the Baltimore Ravens visiting the worst team in the league, the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Fire every single Raven that is fantasy relevant up in your lineups. That is Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, Mark Ingram, uh, Mark Andrews, arguably Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Uh, not starting Nick Boyle this week. I think last week was kind of an anomaly. <laughs> But I think a lot of people are gonna be like, "Oh, yeah. let me get let me get a sneaky tight end pickup." Uh, I don't trust it. Don't chase the points there. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with you. I mean, I and think, I'm playing the Ravens defense. Oh yeah, fire them up. I think you think Willie Sneed has is flex worthy in this. In this I think he's a low end flex just because of the bye weeks. You right, look, that's you, you got Cortland Sutton now. You got DJ Chark, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley out. You've yep. got Alshon out, who hasn't been great, but it's Alshon. You're probably playing him as it is. Terry's on a bye. You've got Terry McLaurin on a bye. You've got DeAndre Hopkins on a bye. Yeah. You've got Kenny Stills on the bye. You've got uh, you know all your Patriots wide receivers: Julian Edelman, uh, Nikhil Harry potentially Phillip comes Dorset. back, Philip Dorsett. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just a plethora of wide receivers on a bye this week. So I think uh, he's he's a sneaky low end flex. Bengals wise, you're probably playing Tyler Boyd regardless. Uh-huh. Uh, Joe, Mixon, Joe Mixon, if you have to, you know, it's rough in these streets for Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, it's a tale of two tapes because like last year he was balling behind this offense, like between the, behind a bad offensive line, and this year it's like it's even worse. It's a whole different. Tyler Eifert, how do we feel about him in this game? Um, I don't like any, anybody other than Tyler Boyd, either. really. Me on either. On this Bengals offense. That's it. Because the Bengals, Alex, they stink. <laughs> they stink. Uh, and I'm pretty sure because what we do each and every week, no, they are not. But the Ravens are 10-point favorites on the road in Cincinnati. Yeah. Once we get to the crazy uh, you know, spread of the week, I'll ask you if that team covers. But moving forward, we've got the Buffalo Bills. Three-point underdogs at the Cleveland Browns. Number one, smash the hell out of that spread for the Buffalo Bills. I'll take that spread all day. I'm playing John Brown, Cole Beasley. I'm playing Devin Singletary. I'm playing Uh Mr. Knox at the tight end position. I'm playing Josh Allen, and I'm playing the Bills defense this week. This is a big-time Bills game. The Browns are terrible. Yeah, they're going to get it done. The Browns are just a mess right now. You're going to have to play Chubb, Jarvis Landry, and Odell just because right. you have them. And like we said, wide receivers are and the Bills have a bad, on crazy buys. Bills aren't a great rushing defense. So like I think Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb could do some damage. Yeah. And they're not in Buffalo, so that's a big boost. But mm-hmm. I still think Buffalo wins this in a landslide. Yeah, I mean... I, I'm also not playing Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I agree with that. And his terrible I mustache. Think, I, I don't know if they're going to win in a landslide just because I think... This might be a, re- re- a revenge game for like Odell, Jarvis Landry, and company, but I still think they lose. I think it's a double digit win for the Bills. Double digits, locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Okay. Uh, moving forward, NFC North showdown in Chicago. The Lions taking on the Bears, who stink. <laughs> uh, Lions play the wide receivers: Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. They are eating yeah. ever since Carryon Johnson went out. Mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson, love him in this game. You just saw what Zach Ertz did to the Chicago Bears defense. Play TJ Hawkinson. 
Matthew Stafford, absolutely. And you can arguably play the Lions defense in this game because there is an abundance of opportunities for this Lions pass rush to sack Mitchell Trubisky in this game. And for people like Darius Slay and company to, you know. Pick him off. Yeah. Bears-wise, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery. Uh, David Montgomery is my star of the week this week. That's it. That's all I'm playing. And obviously the Bears defense because Mm -hmm. it's the Bears defense. But don't be surprised if they get a little torch this week too because I think this, this Lions offense is good. It's underrated. Their record doesn't show it, but this passing attack is lethal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they're due for a big game. Matt Stafford is just getting it done too, so. You know what? I'm popping this up. This is a popcorn game. Get your popcorn ready. Play all the fantasy viable players. That's what we do around here at Goal Line Fantasy Football. <laughs> popcorn game. Lions at Bears. Locked and loaded. Play all your fantasy viable players. Yeah. Giants in a home game at the Jets. Yes, both teams are home because they play in the same freaking stadium in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. They don't even play in New York, guys. It's stupid. <laughs> Giants-wise, Golden Tate. Yeah, I would. Saquon. Evan Ingram. That's about it. Because that's kind of all that's fantasy relevant. Yeah. I mean, if you want to flex Darius Slayton, I don't blame yeah, you. That's a, that's kind of a low-end flex if yeah. you're desperate, kind of 12, 14-team leagues. I think this is like, I'm hoping this this game looks really bad on paper. Very bad. So, like, I'm hoping that this is, like, a really bad high-scoring game. You know what I'm saying? Because both defenses are pretty atrocious. So, that's all you can hope for at this point. Yeah, this is going to be a big Saquon game. This is going to be a big yeah. Golden Tate game because the secondary for the Jets is terrible. And uh, I think this has a possibility to be a, a good Daniel Jones game, too. Yeah, I think this could be a, a get-right game for Daniel Jones, which sucks as an Eagles fan, but, <laughs> you know, the Jets are terrible. Yeah. They don't even stink. They're just horrendous. <laughs> How do you lose They're to, atrocious. The, to the Miami Dolphins, hey, man? devil's advocate. Adam Gase knew what he was doing. Now they have the number one overall pick. Odds boost in their favor because they got the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. <laughs> Jets, Le'Veon Bell. That's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, look, if if you want to, I did this last week and I regretted it, but like Robbie, Robbie Anderson, man, like, I, and if you're he's a flex this week for mm-hmm. me. And if you're in need of tight end help, I think Ryan Griffin, and that's yeah. that's the because Chris Herndon laid a flat out goose egg yeah. last week. This that's game stinks, I'm, man. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, don't even watch this game. Yeah. It's, it's, it the Le'Veon, it's the Le'Veon Saquon game. It is on Fox. Why? It's the Le'Veon Saquon party. That's it. Yeah. Two stellar running backs. That's about it. Uh, I'm not even playing Sam Darnold in this game because he's still seeing ghosts. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on what. Like, if you need a quarterback, I'm not opposed to starting Sam Darnold yeah. or Daniel Jones. It's rough out. I think Jameson Crowder, too. Like,. It's, Desperation flex. Yeah, you know, like this. We're in, you're in a situation this week where you may have, have to, to take a look at some of these options. So, like, I wouldn't just count them out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Chiefs visiting the Titans. Patrick Mahomes potentially could be back in this game, but even if he's not, Matt Moore has looked good mm-hmm. in real life. I don't know if you're playing him fantasy wise. If you are, Jesus, I feel terrible for you. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Chiefs-wise, obviously, you play all oh of the playmakers God. in that offense that you have because any given week, they could go the frick off. Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill is matchup proof at this point. Titans, they just put Malcolm Butler on IR. A little banged up. But Ryan Tannehill's look good. Yeah, and he This has. could be a potential shootout game. 
I like Ryan Tannehill's a QB two this week. Um, I like Ryan Tannehill this week as well. That's about it, though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like Derrick Henry in this game because I don't like Derrick Henry in PPR leagues. If your tight ends, if one of your tight right ends now, is on a bye, how do you feel about like Jonu Smith? Delaney Walker might actually come back. This one of those week. two tight ends, whoever plays, I like them um, because Ryan Tannehill likes to dink and dunk a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But that's about it. Yeah. I don't really like Derrick Henry in this matchup. I don't know why. I'm a big Derrick Henry guy. Something just tells me it's going to be a very pass-happy game, and Derrick Henry doesn't catch passes. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'd say I'm pretty – because the Chiefs, I think, have a better pass defense than they do a rushing defense. So I wouldn't be a – I feel like I'm okay with Derrick Henry this week. He's kind of a low-ceiling, high floor. I think he's a low one. Low one, maybe. Mid-two. Yeah, but if – I think he's a low one just because he doesn't have. They're not going to have the touchdown upside this game. You look at the like. running backs on a bye this week: the Philip Lindsay, uh, Royce Freeman tandem on a bye. Jordan Howard, Miles. Jordan Sanders. Howard, Miles Sanders, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, AP. Leonard Fournette, Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, and then Sony Michelle, James White, Rex Burkhead. Mm-hmm. So you might have to just yeah I mean, roll with Derrick Henry as a running back and not hey, as our job. Our job is to give you options. Exactly. You know? If you have the opportunity. Go pick up Ronald Jones. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, though, the Cardinals head to Tampa Bay, take on those Buccaneers. Yeah. Alex, hit the microwave. Set that popcorn setting. This is a popcorn game. I hope so. I'm man. playing everybody fantasy relevant. This is a Kyler Murray, Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk, whatever running back is playing, whether it's Kenyon Drake or uh, David Johnson because Chase Edmonds still going to be out. But if Kenyon Drake's playing, I'm playing him because he's going to catch the ball. Right. You're talking uh, about the worst passing defense and the best rushing defense. And you defense got a guy who team. can catch the ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Kenyon Drake. Buccaneers wise, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. Here's the James tough Winston question The Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL against the tight, against end. The tight end. How do we feel about the tight end group? Um, well, I mean, it's pretty much how you feel about Cam and Braid, I guess. And um, OJ Howard has a potential to be back this week. If OJ Howard's back, uh, I feel like I might sit both of them. Yeah, I don't like any tight ends. In this game. <laughs> Bruce Arians hates a tight end. He's like, oh, you're a tight end. Nope, yeah. you don't get the ball. Yeah, I feel like I, if Cam and Braid is playing by himself, I, I feel better about it. But like, if OJ Howard's back, I'm I'm sitting nah. both of them. Now we say this, and OJ Howard's gonna have like. 5,000 yards and six <laughs> touchdowns against the worst tight end defense yeah. in the league. Uh, but this is a popcorn game for me. You're playing yeah. every single fantasy-relevant player possible because I think this is going to be a big-time shootout game. Two very uh, mobile, gunslinging quarterbacks. It's going to be a lot of fun. I like this game a lot. Ring the alarm. Sound it. Sound the alarm, Alex. Here's the bonkers point spread of the week. Brought to you by absolutely nobody yet. Falcons at Saints, down at the Superdome. Saints coming into this game. 12.5-point favorites. Wow. Do the Saints cover? Um, if Matt, Is Matt Ryan playing? He is expected to play. I think they're 12.5-point favorites, so minus 12.5. Saints, Saints are minus 12.5. Yeah, I think the Falcons cover, cover the spread, personally. I think the Saints cover. Yeah. Drew Brees is back. He's throwing absolute bombs. The I think thumb this is, looks fine. This is my game of the week. I think it's going to be a shootout. This game is going to be a lot of fun. Matt Ryan's back. 
Julio finally gets his QB back. What's that sound, Alex? The What's that? <laughs> That's another popcorn game from your yeah, boy sure. KB. Play everybody. This yeah, is Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. This is the first game that they've played without Muhammad Sanu. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm pretty sure. This game scares me a little bit just because the Saints defense has been balling the past couple weeks. But I think, like, it's Julio Jones, bro. And then Play your guy for the brand, the Hooper, Austin, Austin Hooper. Hooper. If everybody knows Alex's brand is calling good players Hoopers. <laughs> so, Austin Hooper, you got to play him. Uh, Devonta Freeman. Yep. Tough matchup, but you're probably going to have to play him just based off of where you drafted Devontae Freeman yeah. at this point. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, Julio, obviously. And then on the Saints side, Michael Thomas. Pay attention to see if Alvin Kamara is playing. If not, Latavius Murray, fire, fire him, him up because he's been absolutely dynamic. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Other than that, who are you really? That's it. That's really all yeah. your fantasy-relevant players from the Saints. And the Saints defense I like in this game because – Jared Cook? If he plays, he's a low tight end, too, for me. Okay. Jared Cook, what people forget to realize is that – we talk about this all the time, too – Drew Brees does not like throwing to the tight end. Right. So Jared Cook, now that Teddy Bridgewater's out, loses a ton of value. So I don't like Jared Cook at all moving forward as long as Drew Brees is in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this game's going to be a lot of fun. I like it a lot. Moving to the 4 o'clock slate. The Miami Dolphins coming off their first win of the season. Head to Indianapolis, take on the Colts. Coming last. off a brutal loss. This game is going to be very weird. There's a lot of injuries in this game. T.Y. Hilton injured. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett potentially sits out. Marlon, please, bro. This could be just a Marlon-Mack game. Please. How you feel about Jack Doyle in this game? I feel good about Jack Doyle in this game. If you need a tight end flex, um, you know, Jack Doyle DFS. seems to be the guy with Brian Hoyer in there. Mm-hmm. I feel good about Jack Doyle. That's game. about it. Jack Doyle, Marlon Mack. Zach Pascal. I would play him. He's a low-end wide receiver three for me with Brian Hoyer. Because um, last week, I think it was just kind of, you know, know, Brian Hoyer slinging it. I think I'd fire him up as a two. This is the Dolphins we're talking about. That's true. But we're also talking about the Dolphins who are uh, coming off their first win. They're kind of feeling themselves. Yeah, I don't know. They're missing the... the I think he's I think he's a wide receiver three going in, but he's got wide receiver two upside. Okay. That's how See, I'll I think it. he's a, a low two with, like, high two upside. Because I, I think the Steelers are a better defense than Miami, and he... Because this is also a team that, you know, this Miami Dolphins team also shut down Keenan Allen. Right. So, you know, they have the potential to show up, and then they also have the potential to get torched. So, I'll say Zach Pascal comes into this game as a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside. I say play him this week if you you don't need him. I'm staying away from it, though. Like, don't expect big numbers from this game, even from guys like Marlon Mack and stuff like that, because it's just weird. It's one of those weird spot games. Yeah. Because Jacoby potentially doesn't play, downgrades a lot for this team. And sure, the Colts' offensive line is good. It just kind of—it's like one of those weird trap games, right? So, I'm a little nervous for it overall. But those are the guys you should be playing. Four twenty-five, Rams at Steelers. Is that the sound? <laughs> this is another popcorn game for your boy. Lots of popcorn games, even with the bye weeks. Rams, right. you're playing every fantasy relevant player. Jared, Jared Goff, Cooper Cup, Rob Brandon Woods. Cooks is potentially out multiple weeks, so yeah. he's going to be out. Robert Woods, you're playing him. Mm-hmm. Tight Everett. ends, Gerald Everett, love him in this game. Steelers, Steelers monitor James Conner. Yeah. Keep an eye out. If he doesn't play, fire up Jalen Samuels. Samuels. 
He's going to catch the ball. Yeah. He's going to run the ball. Might not be effective, but he'll still catch <laughs> he'll the ball still 13 times for you <laughs> and do the damn thing. He's just a high Juju Smith-Schuster, you're obviously playing him. Other than that, don't really like anybody. Yeah, I'm actually not playing Juju in the league this week. Yeah, I, I would not. I'm starting Golden Tate over him. I would not uh, disagree with that because he can be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey all day. Yeah. So I don't disagree with that. Panthers at Packers, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, you're playing him. How do you feel about the wide receivers and Greg Olson in this game? Um, it, It's tough. I mean, I like David Moore in this game. Um, DJ Moore. DJ Moore, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I like DJ Moore. I don't like DJ in this game. I, mean, I like he, Curtis Samuel more in this game, actually. He, DJ Moore bought out last week. I think he's him and Kyle Allen are starting to get a little bit of a repertoire going, so I'm, I'm really banking on him this week, but, I mean, who knows? We'll see. Um, Curtis Samuel, I think he's like Mr. PPR. I don't, I don't have a problem playing him. And then, other than that, you know, there's not much else on this team. Yeah. Packers, Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Uh, if you want to take a flyer on one of the other wide receivers. MVS, Alan Lazard. I'm done playing MVS. <laughs> <laughs> I am he all, said he's MV done. I'm off the MVS wagon. Alan Lazard. I would much rather play Adam Lazard I agree. than MVS. Jamal Williams, flex play. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. Fantastic. I actually was like last week I started both Aaron Jones and yeah, Jamal Williams. You can get away with team. that. Like, so. it's doable. Uh, this game's going to be a lot of fun. Not necessarily a popcorn game, but it's going to be a lot of fun real life too. Yeah. Sunday Night Football, Vikings at Cowboys. Oh, my God. Kirk, please. The popcorn's pop, and it's Sunday night. It's prime time. Play every <laughs> fantasy relevant player in this game. Kirk Cousins, Stefan, Stefan. Obviously, we said earlier in the show, Adam Thielen Not expected to be out for this game. Yeah, so it's going to tick up Stefan Diggs a ton. Dalvin Cook, but hamper your Kyle your Rudolph. Play him this week. Yeah, that is that is going to be a play of the week. The lock in because no Adam Thielen. Stefan's going to get the number one corner coverage. I could see a lot of dink and dunk to, to Kyle Rudolph across the middle of the field to see, kind of move the I, I ball. I need those dink and dunks to go to Dalvin Cook. Perfect. Dalvin Cook, big-time play this week. I like it a lot. Vikings defense, play them. Yeah. Cowboys, you can get away with playing Dak, I guess. Yeah, I would if you have him, I'm, you know. Sure. Yeah. Zeke, you're obviously playing. Amari, you're Amari, obviously, obviously Michael playing. Gallup. Jason Witten. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not playing Jason Me Witten. Me either. If you're playing Jason <laughs> Witten, I feel bad for you, son. Yeah. You got 99 problems, and your tight end is one. Jason Witten almost only ever goes off on, like, the, at this point in his career, he only ever goes off against the Giants. Not even us. True. Really like that. He needs to be in the red zone, too, in order to, you know, yeah, capitalize. Yeah, to a touchdown. Popcorn game, though. Sunday night football. Lock it in. And then the Monday night football game, Seahawks, 49ers, game of the week in my yeah. opinion. This is going to be an exciting one for me. Like you're talking about for the division. I'm, I'm hearing it again. <laughs> you're playing everybody. Yeah. This is Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. I'm not playing Josh Gordon this week because it's kind of a wait and see. Okay. Kind of see what happens with him, see how he gets integrated in the offense. He might have a, you know, a, a, a play count, a snap count, so you don't necessarily know how long he's going to play. Chris Carson. I don't like Chris Carson in this game, but you're probably going to have to play him. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling, too. So just expect a they're poor doing a performance. Good, they're doing a good job of getting Chris Carson involved. Yes, against good in the passing teams. game, yeah. too. Um, 
But this 49ers defense is legit, man. Yeah. And you're playing the but Seahawks. They did just def- get carved up by Kenyon Drake. I'm not playing the Seahawks defense this week either because uh, they are known to give up points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And that could hurt you. I in also the don't end. like the fact this is a division game. Yes. Either. 49ers playing Jimmy G. Uh huh. Playing George Kittle. Mm hmm. Playing Emmanuel Sanders. How do we feel about the running backs? Uh, it's a revolving door. With yeah, who goes off? I mean, like it's kind of I between Matt Breida and, and Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Coleman, and I think they're both flex worthy. Honestly, at this I agree. Point. I think they're more flex in this game than anything like, else. I love. Yeah, I, I mentioned this before. I'm a Matt Breida stand on this big show. Tevin Coleman guy because I own him, but uh, <laughs> you know, I think they're both uh, like. <laughs> as I drop something here, I think they're both flex options in this game more than like locked in like RB twos. Yeah, agreed. So those are your matchups. Yeah. for week ten. It's going to be an bonkers. Week. It's going to be there's a fun a week of, of football. There's a lot of good fantasy matches. Get your popcorn ready. This, this is most popcorn games in any week so far. Mm-hmm. It's a double-digit weeks. You're going to get crazy. Tweet us your fantasy football trades. At UndergroundPHI. At KBIZZL311. At AlexO underscore OProdigy. At Goal underscore Line underscore FFB. And at GFF underscore Mikey. It's a ton of Twitter handles right there. But you can also leave... Your five-star ratings and reviews on the Apple Podcast app. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia. Leave your uh, your five-star review with any fantasy questions. We'll read them on the show. If you don't have an iPhone, you can also follow us on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. You can stream and follow us on iHeartRadio. Stream the hell out of us on there. We're there, folks. <laughs> Stream the hell out of us on IR Radio. We want to be on their charts. Yeah. That is our number three you know, platform we're pushing along with Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Help us out. And number four that we're pushing too, Alex. We're on the Radio.com app. So stream us on Radio.com as well. You can subscribe on there. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are available for you. So uh, this has been a Week 10 edition of the Goal Line Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the second podcast in network history that we have recorded and it's been two days we started this on tuesday night it's now wednesday morning <laughs> have yourselves a wonderful fantasy week go win your matchups good luck everyone go win those trades you. good luck hopefully you have better luck than me you'll hear from me and mikey and potentially alex next week but until then this has been another episode of the goal line fantasy football podcast right here on underground sports philadelphia brought to you by our friends at Trophy Smack, use that promo code GOALLINE at checkout for that free fantasy ring with the purchase of any trophy or belt. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.